Welcome to the House of Labor. This is Studio 371, the podcast, here on Mighty Union Digital Originals, your source for information and insight about our union. We're broadcasting from New York City. Now here's your host, SSEU Local 371 President, Anthony Wells. Hey, welcome to our inaugural podcast of the Studio 371, where we're going to have some interesting things going on here. We're going to talk about the union. We're going to hear from you. We're going to talk to you. We're going to talk to us in future episodes. Well, this is our first one, and we're just so excited about it. So our first episode talks about what does the union do for me? Well, you know what? It does a lot. Things you can see and some things you don't see. For, For example, you hear about historically about we brought the weekend. We brought the 40-hour work week for most of our people, 35 hours, okay? We brought in um, uh, OSHA laws, making sure there's safe conditions. We helped in child labor laws, uh, child labor in this this country. But on specific measure, you might not see all the things that a union does. You might not know that we've created uh, different atmospheres and locations, that we are there to, as a vanguard, to stop some of the stuff that would happen if we wasn't there. So imagine the things that do happen when we're there and we challenge it. Uh, We fight. We listen, we advocate, we educate, we agitate, we organize. Okay? We fight for, for things that would benefit our members, you and your families, okay? like health care, like, like, like benefits. 371, we pride ourselves on providing and improving our benefits. So we're not just happy that we have benefits. We have new improvements such as a child care program, assistance. No, it's not a lot of money, but it's something to help with that child care course. We have classes starting, starting in November in four, in four different categories, Spanish, American Sign Language, uh, French, and public speaking. I need a little help in myself. <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. So there's many things. And then you have to say, what's my union do for me? So there was a leader, and, and as I got older, I understand. He used to say, I get, in, I get up in the morning. I reach on the dresser and I put on my welfare fund glasses. And then I go to the bathroom and I reach in and put on my welfare fund teeth. And then I take my prescription drugs from the welfare fund. And then I say to myself, loudly sometimes, thank God for the union. Because all three of those benefits are benefits that you get with the union. And particularly in our case, we like to give you choices. So what does the union do? Well, we're going to hear. And over, the, over these series of podcasts, now you're going to tell us what the union do, does. You're going to tell us how we can make the union better. That's the aim of these podcasts. So how do we make it better? How do we get resolution? How do we go from just complaining to resolving? How do we go from just talking to doing? That's what this podcast brings to you. And we're going to start off today with questions from our members. My name is Shema Clark Butts. I'm a member of 371. President Anthony Wells, I have a question for you. What are the source of power in the union? Well, hi, Sharon. Thank you for that question. The source of our power is really simple. The membership. Our members are our power. But there are different kinds of power we're talking about. So we're talking about economic power. We're talking about political power. But for the union and for this local, it's our involvement of our membership. And that includes having them being formed, getting them uh, uh, activated, 
getting them to be participants and to be participants not just in the union, but in their lives. Because to me, there's no separation. The union is there to improve the value of, of our lives, to improve our, our families, to, com- to improve our communities. So our power is just very simple. <laughs> you, the members, you being involved. You being involved on location in so many different ways. There's no, there's no one answer. So we need you in so many different ways, whether it's attending functions or even questioning policies on your location or fighting for your rights. Something as simple, you may think, as for your vacation time, because this is something that you've earned. So power, membership, they both, they, they come from one another. Hi, my name is Karen Crawford Marcel, and I'm a local 371 member. And Mr. Wells, how would you encourage participation in the union? Well, we encourage it through several different ways. One, we encourage it by educating and informing our members what's going on. That's why we have so many different ways of communicating with our members, through social media, through our unionists, through meetings on location. And I believe that if, a, if the membership is, is informed, they're more likely to participate. But we have other ways. So we have functions. We have all kind of cultural events for people to be a part of. Come down, we, have, we celebrate every heritage. We have meetings after work for different subjects, whether it's the men's committee, women's committee. We have a brand new Asian committee. So there's no one simple way of participating. And what we also do is listen to our members. You tell us how you would participate because the answers don't come from, from 1501. It don't come out of this head, okay? It comes out of all of us being participatory. So there's no one simple answer again, so for that there are different ways for you to participate and get involved, and hopefully there's something that interests you to get you to come out and say, listen, I want to be a part of that. Hi, my name is Tyler Felder, and my question for you, Mr. Wells, is can management dismiss a union delegate from a meeting when a member needs representation? Hi, Tyler. Let me say this to you. When I was a delegate, they couldn't dismiss me because if they say that I shouldn't be in the room, I'm taking a member with me. I'm leaving. And then the first thing I'm doing, I'm calling the central office to make a complaint. They don't have the power to dismiss you. Now, they may try to get, not get you to represent the workers. So let's do this first. First, if a member wants representation, they are entitled to representation. And then we move on from there. If management objects, I will advise the member to leave the meeting. Or if the member doesn't feel comfortable leaving the meeting, I would say to them, don't say nothing. No one can make you talk in any form. So you could be in a room and they could just talk their heads off. But immediately, you need to notify central office so we can rectify that situation so that the member gets representation. But no management can ever dismiss us from um, representation. They may want to challenge us, and we're up for the challenge. Hi, I'm Jonathan Pombosa. President Wells, I have a question. Will the union take a stronger stance on universal health care? I know the union negotiated what we currently have in our health benefits, and I think it would be worthwhile to consider this. What are your thoughts? Well, my thoughts are, first of all, health care is so important, and so important in, in, in the discussion in this country today. So let's say this first. We've negotiated benefits for our members uh, as a part of the Municipal Labor Committee. Right now, we're very, we're very proud that we've been able not to have premiums. We are the last municipality in the country where the workers do not pay a premium, and we're very proud of that. And there's some changes that come with that. In terms of universal health care, we're in favor of universal health care. We think that health care is a, is a right, not a privilege. Everyone should have access to good, affordable health care. And our workers, we have that. 
Right now, there's a, there's a discussion going on in New York State over the Health Care Act. We are opposed to that. Why? Not because we don't think people want to have health care. Of course they should. We fight for health care. But we believe that we've already given, we've given up stuff so that we don't pay premiums. This bill would require our members to pay a premium. And that's unacceptable to us because we've already paid. Okay, we've, we have traded off smaller wages increases for guaranteed health care. Okay, and, and, and the linchpin of that is we don't pay premiums. Once you start paying premiums, folks, they don't go down and they don't go away. So we are in favor of it, but it has to be a responsible one. And we believe on a, on a national level, we believe in a public option. People have to have options to what kind of health care they can get. And there's no one size fit all. But the health care industry must be revamped. And let me throw this in with you. Prescription drugs are out of control. So that's not separate health care from, from the high cost of prescription drugs because they go hand in hand. Hi, President Wells. My name is Charlene. I have a question for you. Does a non-union member get union representation although they are not paying union dues? Well, Charlene, and that, that question is also timely because last year in a Supreme Court case called uh, Ask, Janice versus Ask Me, the Supreme Court ruled that the pain of union dues, the mandatory payment of dues, or or your fair share violates the Constitution. It's totally ridiculous, okay? But with the, with the court that we have, which is conservative and looks to to uh, dismantle unions, it's a part of this whole national trend to attack unions, they say you don't have to pay dues. We believe in in, in representation, okay? The, the, the duty to represent. So we will represent non-members also. Uh, and, and the overall scheme, it weakens the union. Now, these people thought that they were going to kill the union. They thought that they would convince people to vote against their own interests. They thought they would be able to convince people that the amount of dues you pay is better off in your pocket than for the services you receive. Uh, I believe that they were totally wrong. And better yet, you believe they were wrong. Okay? Because you understand the value. I'm so proud. Our members understand the value of having a union. They know that we're not perfect. They know that we, you know, we, we do the best we can, and we try to improve. And where we improve is by you being involved with us. So we're going to represent everyone. Okay? At the same time, we're going to encourage you and, and give you reasons why you want to be a part of this union. Make the things that make you feel good, the things that help you and your family, the fact that you have a voice on location, the fact you have a voice, period. The last united voice in this country is the union voice. And so we believe in the overall scheme of things, yes. Uh, people who, who who choose to cut off their nose and spike them face, people who go against their own interest, we think they're minimal, and then we think the majority of our people will continue to support this union and, and be a member of this union. And also, I just want to say this for these delegates who, who are asking these questions, I thank you. I thank you for your participation in our delegates' training. You made it successful. Your, your, your appearing at workshops, your participation, your asking questions, your sharing dialogue, your spirit, made that delegates' training successful. And now the challenge we have is let's take that back to our locations. Let's have that same spirit, that same work ethic, that same eagerness to learn and to work. Our delegates are wonderful. They volunteer. So they do their job that they're getting the check for. You know, that's important. You got to get your check. But they also believe that they need to help their coworkers. So I thank you again for your participation, for making that successful. And by the way, you should know we have follow-ups each year 
we have two Saturdays in October till we do follow-up to what we did at the big training. So this is that's not a one-shot deal. This is ongoing. Because to have a strong union, you got to have people who want to do this work. To have a strong union, you got to have people who want to be involved. And we're trying to get you involved in so many ways. And this this podcast is just one way. And it's going to reach some people because, you know what, they tell me. you know, they, That's the thing I like about it. They tell me that this is just another viable way of communicating to our members and having our members communicate with us. You should also know that this is not over. We do training uh, at DC 37 each year as an update so that these big trainings don't get lost as a one-shot deal. They're not. They're foundational. So I want to thank them again. And I want to thank you also. But I want to remind you that next Tuesday, it's a big day, election day. You say, oh, there's no, no, there are people running. First of all, we support and, and encourage you to vote for Jamani Williams, a public advocate. Okay? We support and, and ask you to vote for Melinda Katz for, on Queens DA and in the Bronx, Darcel Clark. Okay? And we have members in these offices. And how we deal with them as managers is very important. But also, this is a test run, folks. This is a test run because if you come out this Tuesday, it's more likely that you're also going to come out next year, and that's important. Okay? There are also five ballot questions, and we want you to participate in that too. Okay? And, uh, we have it on our website, and our unionists talk about what the recommendations of DC 37 are. And you know, at the end of the day, we give you the information, you make your decision. You make your decision. Okay? This is not about telling you what to do, recommending to you and suggesting what we believe will benefit our union and which would benefit you and your family. So this was our first podcast, but we're going to have many, many more from different subjects. One of our ones that I'm really excited about is talking about the millennials. Now, I call them the millennials, but it's a term of endearment. I love them, okay? But you know what? People used to tell people when we were younger, your future, your future. Well, I tell our young people, your future is now. Your, your voice matters. So tune in for those. We're going to have stuff about the 2020 census. Okay? We're also going to have to, about what's going on in your locations and, and what political directions should the union take. So we look forward to you being a part of this. We look forward to you hearing about this and uh, telling your friends and telling your members. Hey, they don't have to be members of SSEU Local 371 to tune into this broadcast because we're going to talk about things that affect us in our everyday life. So having said that, listen, thank you again. We appreciate you. Continue to keep the fight up. We are live and kicking. SSEU Local 371. God bless you and God bless the union. Thanks for listening to Studio 371 with President Anthony Wells. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our website, www.mightyunion.org. Or please leave us a review on iTunes. Until next time. Union Strong, Union Proud.